Curiocast Podcast Emporium. Biff. Pow. Shoom. Welcome to Alphabet Fly, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Joel Torres. Hi, that's me. And he is the host of Please Don't Send Me Outer Space and a High and Low Kurosawa podcast. One of, one of the co-hosts. I don't I don't take all the credit. Oh, yeah, yeah, one of the co-hosts of both of those, right? Yeah. But we're here to talk about The Fixer. Let's see. The Fixer. Do do you know anything about The Fixer? I want to say he's a Spider-Man villain. No? Yeah, kind of. Ish. Kind of. Like, he definitely shows up in Spider-Man. Okay. Do you know what the fixer's deal is? Um, I assume he's some sort of plumber. Which, of course. Yeah. That means he should be the the Hulk's enemy because you know he's clogging a lot of toilets. Of of course, of course. Mm-hmm. He definitely showed up in the Hulk at least once. That's that was it. He's like, I'm only doing this once. I'm never appearing again. Yeah, the fixer. No, I have no idea. Okay. Well. Um, okay, like, if he had a two-color, uh, two-color color scheme, yeah. what do you think his color scheme would be? I'm, I'm seeing green. Definitely green. Okay. And the other color is, uh, you know, I'm kind of seeing, like, a Hydra thing, like a green and yellow. Uh, does he have a really dumb cow? Let's see, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing a cow, I'm seeing sort of a, kind of a dork. Somebody, maybe he's got, like, a Dr. Octopus-style glasses. Hmm. Well, you got the green right, at least. Okay. Here's what he looks like. A green and blue. What's he fixing? What's he fix at? He's fix, he just fixing stuff in general. You know, he fixes things. But he's a villain? Yeah. Well, one of his former aliases was Mr. Fix, so... Hmm. Wasn't that the guy on uh, Sex and the City that uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was in love with? That That's Mr. Big. Oh, well, maybe that's his rival. Maybe. Well, um, first off, I would like to say that he looks like a G.I. Joe villain doll. I mean, action figure, sorry. Don't want to get hurt anyone's feelings. And there's, like, almost no concernable thing about him that's interesting. Yeah, he doesn't... Yeah, not exactly a fascinating-to-look-at character, at least. Not much to him, at least, uh, visually. I mean, what's his stats, you know? And doesn't he got, like, a high number and something? Uh, well, he's 5'8", so fairly average height. Yeah? He's bald. Oh, okay. He weighs 160. That's right. Yeah, is he muscular? I mean, that's kind of high for... I mean, that's, I get, I don't know if that's high for one at five, eight, but you know. He's not hmm. built, like, I mean, he's kind of broad, but he's not, like, huge by any means. Hmm. Uh, he has brown eyes. 
That's a uh, thing. He's dreamy. He's bald, brown eyes. Okay, okay. I'm getting a yeah. real clear picture here. Maybe, maybe he's dreamy. Maybe he's dreamy. Yeah. But you know what? But you know what the most interesting thing about him right now is his name is Norbert Urbansol. Uh, what? Okay, so he became a supervillain because he got too many wedgies when he was in high school. Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay. His occupation is criminal inventor. Well, yeah, naturally. Of course, of course. Okay, so uh, he's fixing he's fixing a thing for somebody else to use. Okay, I'm getting a clear yeah, picture. Like like he's kind of like the tinkerer, except with a much worse name. Yeah, with a worse name. Uh, he also was a one-time hydro operator, uh, operative, op- operative, operative. He was also a one-time agent of Professor Power, who I do not know anything about. We might Never, talk about him later. Yeah, Mr. Uh, Professor Power? Hmm. And let me just say on a side note, when you said Mr. Fix, it set off uh, a light bulb in my head, and I just realized it's because Mr. Fix-It is what they called Hulk when he was gray. Yeah, yeah, that's whenever he was a mob bouncer type. Yeah, him and Patch hanging out. Professor Power is a supervillain who blames Charles Xavier for the death of his mutant son. <laughs> and that seems to be his entire thing. He died in February. He died in 88, 1988. Huh. Oh, don't use all your Professor Power material. You might come up with them later. Well, there's not a lot here. Uh, he first showed up in Strange Tales 141. Mr. Fix-It. I mean, Mr. Fix. Slash hmm. Fixer. Yeah. Which, it was called Operation Brain Blast. And that came out February 1966. So he's been around for a while. He was created by uh, Jack Kirby and... No, it was Steve Dick... Wait. Stanley Jack Kirby. I see. And Ditko was Inker. And penciler. So, I don't know which one. They, these were strange tales. They had like two backup stories, basically. So, right, right. Uh, apparently, he's also a regular partner of Metallo. Metallo. Mentallo. Which sounds like a DC person. Yeah, Met- Metallo is definitely. But it's like a Superman Met- villain. It's like Mentallo. So Mentallo. he's he's got mental powers or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to look him up just in case. I have to talk about him later. I'm assuming it's a heat. Thunderbolts, Hydra, Masters of Evil. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, he was a child, so Norbit Herbersel was a child prodigy with such a great mechanical aptitude that he took apart and repaired an alarm clock at the age of three. He also built a small electric <laughs> automobile. With sophisticated transmissions by the age of 10, and a relatively complex robot by the age of 13. Paul Norbert Orbersall. Yep. Yep. Dropping out of high school due to lack of interest. Uh, oh, you can do that? I guess. Well, mm. this was before, I guess, truancy laws were, like, super big, probably. Mm. In the 60s, sure, sure. Yeah. In the 60s, you probably could drop out and still become an electrician. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it's good for his resume. Like, uh, when I was three, I took apart an alarm clock. <gasps> Genius. Well, he was fired from a number of jobs, including oh. auto, auto mechanic, TV repairman, and electronics, elect, uh, electronics laboratory assistant because of his air superiority and unorthodox approach to simple tasks. <laughs> I didn't pass high school, but I'm smarter than all of you. Looking for something challenging to do, to planning and the execution of elaborate technologically assisted crimes. Okay. Let me let me just uh correct you there, fixer or Norbit. Why didn't you just invent something? And sell it. Uh, because he couldn't afford to get the parts or something, right? Then steal it. Well, like, you, you know, could still be you could you could be a white collar criminal. He couldn't steal anything unless he invented some way to creatively steal something first. Like if he wanted to rob a bank, he'd probably like build a giant like uh, claw machine, like you see in the arcades, but like wrap it around the bank. Okay, will it but, still have, like, a really loose grip, and he has to try yeah, multiple times? Yeah, 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 he he can't figure out how, no one can figure out how to fix that. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is if you want, like, probably guaranteed money, what I would do is I would invent a claw machine that actually grabbed, and just put a lot of really cheap stuff in there. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what a normal person would do. This is, this, we're talking about the fixer here. Well, I mean, he is fixing a problem of his boredom. Yeah. He uh, probably he... has a really good working claw machine for his own amusement. He just won't release it to the public. Probably. Uh, he found, uh, he found that his criminal activities not only stimulated him, but also provided the raw materials to create even greater technological devices. Mm. And it sounds like if he was supported more as a child and given room to explore, he would be like a really great person. Yeah. It sounds like, like uh, he didn't have the intellectual stimulation, you know, like uh, he's getting it sounds like he needed a mixture of adrenaline along with the, uh, the you know, the need for innovation there. Like, they should have just, like, let him just tinker with cars or something. It'd be like, hey, see if you can make this car better. Or, hey, see if you could do this. Or, hey, you can make robots. Why don't you make a robot fighting league? You know, those are all things you can do. He's just too cool for school, I guess. I guess. I guess he is. Um, He was contacted, he was contacted by Mattello, and they've both forged a partnership of his sufficient strength that they once nearly took over Shield's New York headquarters. My God! Ooh, he battled battled Spider Man, Captain America, Iron Man, the Micronauts. The Micronauts. Yeah. They well, they were a toy tie-in thing. Yeah. Which I think uh, it's either Dark Horse or the IDW have a Micronauts thing right now. Yeah, whoever's got Rom the Space Knight too, they all owned by the same people. Yeah. yeah, I think it might be Dark Horse. I want to say, but they but they rebooted that stuff recently. But they used to be part of the Marvel continuity and everything. Now they're decanonized. All that Mattel stuff used to be put in universe, which is great. So the fixer, 
possesses the normal human strength of a man his uh, his age, height, and build who engages in no regular exercise. He probably has a chair that moves around for him. Like, why would he move, ever? He could just invent a way to work his muscles. Well, uh, he apparently he's one of the most brilliant and innovative mechanically oriented, oriented minds on Earth. The diversity and multiplicity of his many inventions rivals that of the accomplishments of Reed Richards and Tony Stark. You know who's, like, super rich? Tony Stark. Just invent things and sell them. Fixer. That's what Tony does I to don't get know. all of his wealth. He invents things and sells them. I mean, Tony Stark got a leg up from his father, you know. He took a $3 million loan or something like that. But to be fair, though, he maintained it by inventing. Yeah, depending on the storyline, sure. <laughs> depending on the story. But just make something. This is one of my problems, okay? I'm giving him a job right now. His job is to make things that people want and sell it. That's not what the fixer's all about. I know, but you can just make things and sell them and make more money. Like, that's what entrepreneurs do. That's he what... just really likes crime. Be a white-collar criminal. That does way better in the Marvel Universe and in real life. I don't know any white-collar uh, criminals that uh, invent stuff. See, that's you have to go blue-collar. It just has to happen. You, you never okay, heard about first... the kingpin making stuff. I'm pretty sure Elon Musk is evil. Well, yeah. You've seen his face. Yeah, no, he has to be an evil person. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm pretty sure he does crimes. It's probably just stuff we can't understand because it's too complicated. It involves hyperloops. So, that's his job now. Just just build things. Fixer, please. That's all you need to do. Elon Musk has a better name. That's That's the difference. Yes, although it is on the level of absurd as Norbert Ebersol, but it's like cooler side of that level mm -hmm. of ridiculous. Okay, here's the first step. First step, go down to City Hall, change the name to something cooler. After that, white collar crimes. Yeah. Like, you could literally, you could become the president of the United States just line your pocket by <laughs> using your government connections. He'd be like, excuse me, Mr. Fix, and he'd be like, oh, uh, please, call me Larry. Mr. Fix was my father. Now that we're done talking about the Fixer for Norbert, because I don't respect him that much, let's go to plugs. I got two podcasts. One is a science fiction and fantasy movie podcast called Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space. Every Monday we release new episodes. We do obscure stuff. We do well-known stuff. We do, uh, the most recent episode was on Twin Peaks Firewalk with me because we were playing with the supernatural. You know, we don't, uh, try to, even though, uh, like I said, sci-fi and fantasy, we don't limit ourselves too bad on what we're going to watch. But it's me and my co-host, Sarah and Aaron, and we have a lot of fun talking about stuff. And that's on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, all the usual stuff. The other one I do is High and Low, a Kurosawa podcast with my co-host Spencer Seams, who I believe has been on this podcast. That's Is that correct? Well, soon. Like, I lost his episodes, unfortunately. Oh, okay. So he's so, got the missing episodes that uh, everyone, if you get to listen to them, they're really good. But uh, High and Low is, uh, we watch a Kira Kurosawa-directed movie one week. 
And then two weeks later, we watch another Japanese movie from the same year that the Kurosawa movie was released. We kind of compare and contrast, but mostly we just like talking about Japanese movies. So it's an excuse for that. And that's available at all the same places. I really like Japanese cinema. Yeah, we should have you on. Well, I think we will, but I chose Spencer's favorite movie and he wants to save it. Oh, okay. What was that? So, uh, Drunken Angels. Oh, whatever. We already did mine. Let's go to his. Yeah. Well, so tell, tell him that. Tell him that. I want to watch it and I want to watch text another. Him. I'm good texting movie. him right now. Yeah. Uh, my name is Jesse Cooper. I do this podcast. I also do random sampling, which is a podcast where me and my lovely podcast cohort talk about random things that pop up on wikis. I also have a podcast called uh, Turn to Page, which is a Choose Your Own Adventure Book podcast, which Spencer will be on. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, you can rate, review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Or you can support me with Cold Hard Cash with Patreon donations. You can find the links to that in the description and on the Facebook page, Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Mobile Journey. Uh, this the podcast art is by Ryan Healy. This has been Alphabet Flight. May Conchu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.